Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. We come now, Beis Hashem, to the final Mishnah here in Perik Dalid. Rabbi Lezer Akapar tells us who Hayyamir is. Mishnah Chov Beis says Rabbi Lezer Akapar who Hayyamir used to say, Hayyiloidim Lomus. All those that are born ultimately will die. Vahamesim Lahachios. Those who are dead will get up. With Chiyas Hamesim. Vahachayim Lidain. And those who will be living will be judged. And this is Leida. Ulhoidia. Ulivoda. This has to be known well, as Rabbi Yenu will explain what this means. Shehu Kael. Hashem is the strong one. Hu Ayyitzer. The one who fashioned us. Hu Abayre. Who creates us. Hu Amaven. Who understands all our actions. Hu Hadayan. Hu Aid. Hu Baldin. Hu Osid Lodin. Now. Let's explain exactly what Rabbi Lezak Kabra is teaching us here through the lens of Rabbi Niyayna. Ha'yeloidim lamas. Well, we all know that. So does Rabbi Lezak Kabra have to tell us that everybody ultimately dies? Says Rabbi Niyayna, Since the end of everybody is that they're going to meet their demise. So v'hayoyim b'chayim. Today they're alive. But u'mochor. It's some time in the future by Kever. They're going to be in the grave. They're not going to be here anymore. Therefore, one should think into his ways, his actions, before he does them and after he does them. And if he did wrong, what a wonderful mission to be doing here in Chodesh Elul. A time to do Tshuva. Tshuva Barachimim, as opposed to when we get to Rosh Hashanah, it's Tshuva Bedin. So that's the first thing. We have to keep in mind, keep cognizant of the fact that everybody is going to ultimately not be living forever. Therefore, let's be careful what we do and do tshuva if we don't wrong. Secondly, In the future, Hashem will resurrect the dead. Like the Pesach says in the end of Seyf, Many will get up, because not everybody. There will be those who are totally Rishayim who will stay down. In the grave. But many will get up from laying down in the grave. Your kids will be awakened. Some will be judged and go for a blissful oilam abba. But others will be like for everlasting shame. This is the way it's going to be. There's going to be two paths. And we want to be obviously those who are going to go in the path. And therefore, we again, we have to be careful and always be conscious of what we're doing and do it right. A next idea. Those that will be get up in the future. will get up in judgment before Hashem. Hashem will pay them exactly as their work, as they did, as their deeds. And we can't escape it. As the Mishnah will go on to say, but that's really the idea. It's just to something that we know intellectually, but it's we have to take it to heart. The only way we take it to heart is by revealing it over. That's who he used to constantly say. This was his refrain, that people are not here forever. Those like the Chavetz Chaim says, I'm not part of the the Chavres the HaMesim. You know, I don't have to do, I didn't pay my dues to the Chavre Kadisha, so I'm not part of them. People talk themselves into it. The bekor uh, for that is the source in Chazal like that, is that people think that they're not part of that club. But they, the, the truth of the matter is, in, 
if we are honest about it, of course we know that's the truth and we have to keep it in mind. And all of this has to be laid out to know it, to let it be known. And it will be known. You have to know it from others who will teach you. Teach it to others this idea. And then it will be known automatically. No one's going to have to teach it at that point. No one's going to have to teach it at all. It's going to be abundantly clear. That when he's talking about the days of the future, Yirmiyanovi says, At that point, when no one will have to teach others, you have to know about Hashem and you have to know what we are in this world for. Hashem says, Everybody's going to know me at that point. From the youngest to the oldest, the smallest to the greatest. What do we have to know? We have to know, first of all, besides what we just mentioned, also Shahu Kale. The strong ones of the of the land, meaning Hashem is the strong one. Like we say about the lashon of Kelon, Elikim is the Balayechaylois, the omnipotent one, Balakoychais Kulam, who possesses all of the strength of this world, and this all powerful being, who Hayotzer. Hashem, who is the all-powerful being, Hu HaYoytzer, He's the one who fashioned us and also fashions us continuously. Hu HaBayre, He is the Creator. Es HaBriyais Mileido Mibetem And all the way through from conception to being in the mother's womb and from being born. VeYoytzer Hu HaSchol HaSamaise. He fashioned us. That's just the beginning. UBayri Yugmar HaMalacha. And He finished it off by creating us. BoVeinenu Kumayasi It's not like a craftsman who makes a keli, and then once it's done, it's done, it's finished, now you have the keli, and you have a way of protecting it, if you want to, not the way it is, once the person who fashioned the keli, once he's finished his work, you don't need him anymore, and every time, every moment, Hashem didn't only create and fashion us, but continuously does, and we continuously need him, like David expresses in Tehillim that we say every day in Davening. Du'u ki Hashem hu elekim. Hashem is the all-powerful one. Hu asanu. He made us. Veloi anachnu. And to Him we are. We are to Him. And we know there's a Korean exiv. And the Sfasemis sees an allusion to this Pasuk. Also, a rem is an allusion to Elul. Because it's... Written veloi velamad aleph, but it's read loy lamad vov, and it means both veloi anachnu. We are to him because veloi anachnu. It's not us. It's not about us. It's all about Hashem. It's not our, our power. We're powerless, but veloi anachnu. We're to him who has all the power, and therefore the lamad vov, lamad aleph, spell elul. A great idea to think about an elul. But say Marisei, where is she? And every moment in time. Every split second, we need Kaddish Baruch Hu. So therefore, a person can't fool himself. Well, now I'm alive, I'm safe. Shem created me, I'm alive, I'm safe. Every moment, every breath, like we say, every breath that we take is all a gift from Hashem. Continues the Mishnah, who I'm even, he's the one who understands, he knows and he can explain and interpret every one of our actions and the motivations behind them. Who had died and he's the judge. Since he knows everything in the absolute truth. Who royal 
We could fool a lot of people. We can't fool Hashem. Therefore, it's appropriate for him to judge only what he could be the true judge. Hashem is the witness because he sees everything, he knows everything. So he comes and presents the case and he's also the Dain who knows all the motivations behind every action and therefore he's the true judge. And who Baldin? He's also the litigant and he demands the one who has sinned against him. Really, we're only sinning against you, Hashem. He's asking for mercy. Explains If a person hurts somebody else, Well, I just hurt somebody else. I wronged somebody else. And not Hashem. And that didn't do it, Hashem. So when we sin against even Ben Adam Hashem says, I consider it also like Ben Adam because I'm Teveya, even if that person is not. Hashem will bring us to judgment. And this, the Mishnah continues, that we have to know that Shein Lafanov, before Hashem, Shein Lafanov, Loi Avla, there is no iniquity, there's no forgetfulness, and Hashem doesn't show favoritism. Hashem can't be bribed. Says Rabbi Hashem, there's no perversion in din. Hashem judges truly. There's no forgetting anything that took place. Well, I'm so great. I have so much Torah. I'm so pious. Maybe Hashem will just brush away all the Averis I've done. No. Hashem doesn't take bribery. It's really like, can be explained like the Rambam writes in the spiritual Mishnah here. What, do we, what kind of bribe can we give Hashem? Everything belongs to Hashem. What kind of bribe? Says the, says the Rambam, you may think I could bribe Hashem with mitzvahs. I did Averis. It's true. I've done some Averis, but Hashem, I've done so many mitzvahs. So to give me a little bit less schar on the mitzvah account. And that'll take care of the Averis. Hashem says that's not the way it works. Like the Gemara says, ain't mitzvah mechaba, Averis, ain't Averis mechaba mitzvah. Sheyotzi tzchar mitzvah, can I get a seidah? No, Hashem will now wipe out the tzchar of the mitzvah for the Averis that was done. Elam ishalom leizchar toimene ha-mitzvah, we'll get good reward for the mitzvah, but v'nifram in Averis, we'll get punished for every Averis we've done if we didn't do tshuva. Moshu, mefurah tshuva, b'dvara yamim, she'elofan of kolzeh, like the Pesach says in Divra Yamim. Or we can know even the Pasuk in Sefer Dorim, the Parsha Sekev, Hashem doesn't make bribery, it doesn't show favoritism, even those who are great Chachomim and Chassidim. It's the same point, really reiterating it, that everything is brought into Cheshben, and you can't bribe Hashem because everything is Hashem's. And finally, don't let your Yetzir Hara try to convince you that don't let him try to convince you that the Sha'il, that going to Gehenim, that's at least an escape hatch. That's at least a place to run away and hide. It's not the way it works. Sometimes you think you can hide away in this world. The heretics say about about the next world. There's no real judgment over there. You don't have to worry about it. 
It's not true. Don't think that. Don't say that. Because there's going to be a, an accountability on every single thing that we do. But this tshuva, that's from Enyenda, starts off his Sharei tshuva, that he allowed us a way to really escape from any punishment, from Hashem being angry. And that's through tshuva. And this idea is really something that the Chafetz Chaim brings in the Mishnah Bru and Hilchus Yemakipurim. This Mishnah on Yom Kippur at Mincha time, we lane the Parsha of Arayos in Acharemos, and then the Haftarah is very famously Mafter Yoyna, the entire Sefer Yoyna, all four Prakam of Sefer Yoyna. We know the story of Yoyna. He was given a Nevoah to go to the city of Nineveh, go tell them to do tshuva, and he wanted to not give over this prophecy. So he says, I'm going to run away. And he ran away on a ship, ran to the ocean where the Shechina, the Nevoah, doesn't come in the ocean. And why do we read this? Why do we lay this Parsha? This Haftar on Yom Kippur, towards the end of the day, says the Mishtabura, because Maftar Yoyna Shemadabim and Atshuva, first of all, talks about doing tshuva. Secondly, is to teach us that you can't run away. <laughs> and the Sharatzian says the Chavetz Chaim and the Sharatzian here, this is in Tov Reish Chav Beis, Sharatzian Sivkotnavov. And the idea is because a person sometimes thinks he's Miyayish, he gives up on himself. And he says, you know what, it's just too hard to fix, it's just too hard to be perfect, it's too hard to correct all of my actions, maybe even some of my actions. It's too hard to do tshuva. <coughs> So I'll just forget about it. It's easier for me just to say, whatever it is, if Hashem wants me to die, let me let him die. If Hashem is going to kill me, let him kill me. Chofetz Chaim says, you're making a big mistake because your saved over in the end is going to be whatever Hashem wants from this person to do, ultimately he's going to have to do it. And it'll come back as a Gilgal <coughs> again and again. <coughs> Against his will, he's going to have to fix what he has to do in this world. So why go through with all of the trouble and the Chibara Kever, which is terribly painful, going through that process of dying and going in the grave and the separation of the Nisham and the Guf? Why do that to yourself? And he says, and the biggest proof is from Yoyna Hanavi. He thought he could escape from Hashem Yisbarach. Look what happened. He went to the ocean. He was thrown off. He went into the, the, the belly of a fish. Who could live in the belly of a fish? For three days he was there. And yet he thought, that's it. It's over. I'm done with. I'm dead. It's not what happened. He got spat out onto, onto the Yabosha. And Balkorchuk, he had to go give his nevuah. Says the Chovetz Chaim, this is what it says in Mesechtas Ovis, Val Our Mishnah here. Don't let the, the Yitzhahara try to convince you that, you know what, just forget about it. You can't change anyway. So the Gehenna will be at least your final place, but that's it. You'll be safer there. Whatever will be, will be. That's not going to be the end. Don't think the Shoel shall kochochat the noitzer as the Mishnah fends off over here. And we'll end the Mishnah now. Shall kochochat the noitzer. Against you will you were fashioned. Val kochochat the noel. Against you will you were born. Val kochochat the chai. And against you will you live. A person is here in this world. And yet, val kochochat the mace. 
Because once you hear, as the Vilna Gain says, well, then a person says, I'm here, so I'll, let me, let me, let me deal with it now. No, I'll you're not here forever. As the beginning of the Mishnah says, and therefore, since that's the case, the only way to do is do the right thing. And of course, nobody does only the right thing. And therefore, for that reason, Hashem created the mitzvah of tshuva, the concept of tshuva, that we could undo the bad things that we've done and erase them from the past, erase them from our account, erase them from history. That's the greatness of tshuva. Let's be sure we do that in this Chaydeshel before Rosh Hashanah, called Tuv. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.